0: Hi, this is Mark Wade, writer of Daredevil, and you're listening to Longbox Heroes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 514 of Longbox Heroes. I'm Todd, joined with Joe. How are we doing today, Joe?
1: So I'm doing good, Todd. And when I look at the notes for the show... And I'm alone with my thoughts, which don't happen very often.
0: Mm.
1: I sometimes think to myself, I'm glad we made the decision that this is like an all ages clean show. Okay. Because as I start like thinking of how I want to react to some sort of things. Right. I have swears in my head and I'm like, luckily I could get them. You ever speak something in your head? And that kind of helps you with forming those words at a later date, even if it's, like, at that very moment, hours later, days later, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, this I have episode, t- for some reason, like, as I was looking at the notes and thinking about my feelings on a lot of things, and it wasn't, like, bad. Like, yeah, some of them might be net swears in the negative connotation. But a few of them were like, oh, imagine if I said a swear to punctuate this, Right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's all. Maybe you could figure out where the swears would have gone when you listen to the show, and then you could edit them in yourself.
0: Ooh, that's a good... I'll lend you my ringtone maker. You can give it a, a, a try. But uh, hopefully none nothing will make you
1: swear in here, Joe. But uh, No. So what do we got to talk about this week, sir? Uh,
0: it's a slender read of news this week, Joe. There's only two uh, stories, one from each of the big two, and they're they were both leaked. Early, So that's interesting Also free digital books and sales What we read last week Which was Pulp And Suicide Squad number 7 What we're looking forward to This week uh, I believe there was a Todd's Art Attack And at the end of the show There's going to be spoiler filled talk Of the penultimate episode of Stargirl So I do believe that's everything
1: That is everything We're going to try to fill this out As best as we can That's right. So Todd mentioned, of course, with the news, it's been a light news week. Uh, Obviously, with there being no conventions, really, and not a ton coming out of San Diego two weeks ago, um, all we have to discuss is both of the big two companies, Marvel and DC, respectively, messing up with announcements of books or Mm -hmm. release schedules of books. (laughs) Or something, right? Yep. So DC ends up, um, you know, uh, Tom Taylor, who, you know, Todd has been a fan of, I have become a fan of with his work on Suicide Squad, amongst other things, kind of made his teeth in the business doing the Injustice, Gods Among Us books, right? Right. That tie into a video game
0: or something? Yep. They were were basically the prequels that led up to what uh, was going on in the video game, from what I understand
1: right so you know that's still kind of while he cut his teeth on his bread and butter which is that he's still doing those and on his social media presence he's been teasing what the next big thing is going to be that he's doing Mm -hmm. well apparently it ended up getting leaked early on dc's digital platform Mm -hmm. front page of comiXology or whatever before it was originally supposed to come out, that it was going to be Injustice Year Zero, kind of like a JSA iteration of that. right? Um, and it was just, uh, one would have to assume, obviously this is going to be a little bit different than the Marvel one, but, you know, from the same kettle, if you will, of uh, here's this creator trying to build a little buzz about what his next project is, mm-hmm. and some bean counter at the high end, or some dope intern on the low end forgot to flip a switch or flip the switch too early and just rolled his announcement and book out before he could do his full announcement for it.
0: Right. Punctuate with swear. Um, But, (laughs) but yeah, I get what you mean. It's like, it is tough, especially when you're a freelancer, whether I don't think cause, He's exclusive or whatever. You're just trying to get your next paycheck. So you're grinding it out, grinding it out, doing what you can to build up expectation. And then it it just gets squashed flat. You know what I
1: mean? Like but right. And like I don't think it would be squashed flat, but I definitely think it takes some of the 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 the, the, the verb or the buzz <laughs> that the book has but here he is trying to create some sort of social media something and it's not like this big thing where it's like oh it's just like a fake website like the Blair Witch Project you know it's Mm -hmm. just like oh here's the thing I'm doing on Instagram can you guess what I'm doing and a lot of people guess but that's part of the fun but when we're like one letter into the three-letter guess and it's just out there you know and it's by the company you're working for you're just like oh, it might make a creator not want to try as hard for that social media engagement next time, you know?
0: That's, I mean, it's not squashing flat the project or the news because obviously it has some legs, the, the Injustice Gods Among Us. But what I mean is the fun, like the the interaction, like the suspense building up to it. It's just like, just done. Um, yep. But I do hope that this does well because those Injustice Gods Among Us books were were way more popular than anybody can understand um our good buddy uh tom drew a bunch of them and he he showed me some numbers that i won't talk about uh but they he did pretty good because of how how good they sold um so i i'm glad and i actually hope you know that tom taylor you know does does well with this and i hope they give tom a call because he was doing a bunch of them and uh you know roll with it man make some
1: cash for the company um and it's one of those deals because, like, I guess when Tom was doing them, it's like a weekly book, more or less. More yes, less yeah. like You know, like, part of the story comes out weekly with the digital stuff. Right. It was almost basically what they
0: were doing with the Walmart books when they were doing the 14 pages. And then, what do you want to call it? Like, the next month would have the second half of the story. But they were doing that almost weekly with with the book so they had a a rotation of artists but he was in there you know what i mean so he did a right right what i'm saying
1: was because usually because of the schedule they usually have multiple artists working on it at any one given time so right you know who knows how far in the pipeline this is and hopefully they do reach out to our good friend tom to do something on this Mm -hmm. yeah so marvel uh not to be Mm -hmm. outdone uh, obviously, a lot of their books, the schedule got moved. I know we had talked a few weeks ago and months ago even how there were certain books, a lot of miniseries and stuff and maybe lower performing books uh, that were in the middle of mini This is where there was still like one or two episodes or episodes issues left to come out where they just went full digital on those because they were like on their normal originally scheduled delivery dates. And then within the last couple of weeks, they decided, like, well, I guess we're going to put them out in print anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think they're on the schedule for next week already. Right. But then there were other books that were supposed to be part of coming out at a certain time, right? Right. Uh, We talked about the free comic book day stuff. Like, Marvel was the one that kind of put their stuff on the schedule initially of, like, this Spider-Man story needs to come out here for the main Spider-Man book to move there this x-men story in free comic book day needs to come out here and because it was supposed to come out in may and now this issue is here like they just said like these are coming out here like we're sending them to stores you do with them what you want we don't care if free comic book day is happening but if people don't get these two free books they're not going to be able to you know these are like the introductory things to our x-men and spider-man stories that we have planned right so with donny cates's venom They He always does these one-shots. Sometimes the one-shots are done by him most times. Other times they're done by other creative teams. Maybe they fit in, maybe they don't. But if it's done by the regular creative team writer, then obviously they're canon, one would say. And one of them uh is called Web of Venom Wrath, or Wraith, maybe? Wraith, my apologies. Which is a continuation of melding the Venom stuff that Donny Cates has been doing With the cosmic stuff that he was doing in Silver Surfer and Thanos and so on and so forth. Right. And this was a book that was originally on the schedules to come out in April. And then obviously it had no date. And then it got solicited for sometime in July. And then it got moved to question mark. And then I'm guessing that this is a book that was done. They just released it a month early on digital.
0: That's right. The guy who got fired from DC went over to Marvel and punched the wrong
1: button again. Apparently,
0: yes. Um, because I can't see this book coming out now. You know what I mean? Like we're we're just ordering a, last previews. A lot of the, the the Venom stuff. So you know they ended up pulling it down. But I yeah. guarantee you, some uh, people probably uh, screen cap that stuff, Joe.
1: And listen, unless you're me, and you use the wrong hashtag in a tweet, mm-hmm. um. Once you tweet something, it's out there forever. Even if you delete the tweet, or even if your Twitter account has been deleted, or suspended, or otherwise, those tweets can still be found. And if this book was available to purchase on Comixology for longer than 60 seconds, it's probably still out there. But yeah, so uh, solicited initially in February to come out in April, moved to July, moved to September, and then released digitally over the weekend
0: right when i said ordering them i meant you know you have to reorder them because they were yeah, canceled. Yeah. so
1: um so yeah just you know i don't know i i i've said this before when we talk about like the digital sales side of things mm-hmm. where i would love to be the one to get to curate these books of what's going to be in a sale um let me start with the job of being the person that doesn't accidentally release books a <laughs> month ahead of schedule let me have that job and show you I could do that one real good and then give me the job of curating your digital sales.
0: Right. You'll replace the guy who was eating Doritos off his chest while he had his feet up on the console and accidentally kicked the button. Right. But uh, Speaking of like all the stuff that's going into this, this, this Venom and Carnage stuff like that, did you end up getting the free comic book day Spider-Man Venom one shot?
1: They were not given to me, no.
0: Okay, because I ended up getting Mayan last week, or the week before, or whatever, so they're, he, let's just say our shop's giving them out now, if you know what I mean, so, if you want one, and they do, I did read them, I don't know how much it ties into the Spider-Man, because I read the Spider-Man half of the free comic book day one, but the Venom stuff leans heavily into that, uh, the appearance of that new character in the Venom issue.
1: I will need to make a note for myself. I knew they were out soonish mm-hmm. and yeah I, I i i must have overlooked them
0: i think as it was, i
1: want to do with not paying attention to what books are coming out when
0: right but that all comes down to too that uh originally we would have we got these on free comic book day but uh know they're moving them to certain dates and i didn't even know it was literally one of them that i was asking one of the employees and i was like well uh Cause I grabbed the venom book and I was like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. I want this. And I want that. And then I think they asked me if I wanted one of the like smaller company, uh, free comic book days. And I was like, no, I was like, but do you have anything else? And they're like, Oh, well, how this, I said, no, no, no. And they're like the venom. I'm like, yes, I'm getting venom. And then like, I just passed on all the other stuff. So, but this was when I wasn't picking a week. I wasn't picking up your books so I probably would have grabbed you one.
1: Right. So, um. I th- so what had happened with this was I may have been out of our shop and I overheard our local shopkeep telling someone that, like, oh, if there's a free comic book day of X and you get X, we'll give you that free comic book day thing, right? Right. And that didn't happen,
0: right? Well, Venom became a hot book there for issue 26, Joe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First appearance of a new character. Put, your, put Asa through college, baby
1: Uh-huh I was uh, lamenting to someone the other day As they were over um, That all these comic books in the basement Can either put my kid through college Maybe do a down payment On a halfway decent car When he gets a little bit older Or once I'm dead He throws them all in the garbage
0: Insert swear here
1: Yes, indeed <laughs> Um, so that's really all there is in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, as mentioned, convention talk does not exist because there <laughs> are no conventions. You can't fool me websites that aren't active any longer. Oh, that's
0: why I didn't bring it up. I was afraid to get scolded, Joe.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, two things that you can certainly count on. One, of course, is our local shop. You can go to their Facebook page, which the link to that is in the show notes. Um, if you... Your comic book shop has not opened back up or your local comic book shop has forgotten to give you the corresponding free comic book day books to your pull list. Uh, You can make sure to uh, do so through the mail order business that our local comic book shop, Comics on the Green, does. You can also check out our friend Becky's Instagram where she is putting up a lot more of the art that she does both uh, for the local shop. And for different mail order things and commissions and so forth that she does, you need to keep her stocked up in 80% off dresses and (laughs) mascara that isn't bad.
0: That's right. You want the good mascara. That's right. Not the bad mascara.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, Also, another thing that you can always count on is the soon-to-be-named network. It's soon-to-be-named network.com, soon-to-be-named network.tumblr.com. We're all the shows in our grouping of friends, partners, compatriots, however you want to slice it. Anytime one of the shows go up, if you're having problems with your podcatcher and you don't want to have a text file full of RSS feeds, <laughs> the next best thing is the soon to be named network.com, soon to be named or anytime any of your favorite personalities from any of those shows pop up on some other show and they tell me, then I can put it up on the site. Whether it be this show, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Would you get your, you get the most for your money this week. I think uh, this week's <laughs> After Dark uh, is on track to be longer than this week's episode of the main show. Yep. Uh, Puzzle Stop. Warriors 3, Profane Arguments, Wednesday Night War, Final Wrestling Place, and At Odds with Wrestling. All of those shows, soon-to-be-named network.com, soon-to-be-named I'm sorry I talked over you, Todd.
0: No, that's no problem. I'm just saying stop watching the clock so you know so you don't know how long the show is.
1: Uh let's just say it's my internal clock that I could feel.
0: Ah, I have an internal clock too. It's bu- that's busted too.
1: Uh-huh. But. It's the uh who's the who was the gimmick? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh Ketchu from Stranger Stranger in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Had the gimmick where there was like a popular set of panels where she pulls out a gun and shoots the alarm clock as it's waking her up. That alarm clock is my internal clock.
0: Mm. I, I know the feeling.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, digital books and sales and freebies and so on and so forth. We've swung the course back around to a bunch of sales going on. A lot of them are ending as this episode is going live or very close to it. Uh, Image is having a sale on Savage Dragon stuff. Marvel is having a sale on Old Man Logan stuff. Dynamite is having a sale on everything it looks like, just like in graphic novel form. (laughs) Uh, Image is having a sale on, looks like everything in graphic novel form. Uh, Dark Horse is having an Aliens vs. Predator sale dc is having a harley quinn sale marvel is having a combo sale of sam wilson falcon and winter soldier sale is the tv show coming on and i missed it
0: no they announced when it will be it got pushed back a little bit but uh yes. i'll let you know when it's showing up
1: thank you please do that i would like to know when that show is coming up
0: that's yes, right uh, i bet you disney plus will tell me but anyway mm-hmm
1: valiant is having a sale on sci-fi related things and idw is having a sale on transformers related things and uh hey there todd i would just like to mention i was actually talking to some folks uh this past weekend in regards to how much i miss saga
0: i miss saga so much now and it just made me remember when you said those words so Uh well
1: i thought it's been a year since the last issue has been out uh, it's been uh, almost two years.
0: Oh, my God. I, we could do a whole list of books that we totally missed that uh, I don't know if they're ever coming back. And the three off the top of my head, I can think of our Saga, Southern Bastards, and uh, The Fix. Those are the three right there. I don't think we'll see any of those for a long, long time.
1: Uh, if we were to pick one that would probably come back, the f- first of those three, it's going to be Southern Bastards.
0: I would disagree.
1: Oh, really, fool?
0: Uh, not because. Because of the half the creative team got, you know, in trouble. So I don't know what they're going to do with that.
1: Oh, yes.
0: That makes it a little harder to push that book. And if half the rights are owned by somebody, blah, blah, blah. I think the one that would come back the soonest is probably the fix you think so yes because i think i think saga with vaughn is going to ride for a long time the the, the more popular he gets in hollywood the longer that gap's gonna be and at some point i think nick Spencer is gonna cash all those spider-man checks and then do the old ed brubaker route and go, I've learned, earned enough cachet. I don't know if he's going to earn enough as Ed Brubaker But to do my creator own stuff And, you know, hopefully it'll bring me in more money than, than I hope And sell the rights off and stuff like that
1: Hey, I need to walk you back here on this one You said, um, creative team Southern Bastard Someone got in trouble? I thought Latour got in trouble
0: Jason Latour Part of that, you know, though, I don't know what you'd call it, but.
1: My apologies. Yes, I forgot. It's uh, difficult to keep track of everyone. You know what I mean?
0: It was one of those, I didn't want to say, you know, and we, we keep a low key on the show anyway, but I didn't want to say anything cause I couldn't remember what it was. So I didn't want to throw out any false accusations, you know what I mean? But yes, I do indeed. remember it happened and I was like, when it did, I went, well, this puts Southern Bastards on hold for a long, long time. As far as I'm concerned,
1: time is, uh, very malleable these days, you know, that just happened. About a month or so ago, about a month and a half ago when all that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's easy to forget these sort of things. And I want to just kind of correct myself here. The last issue of Saga came out two years ago last week. Two years ago last week? Yes, July 25th Like what, Like the last Wednesday of the month of The last Wednesday of the month of July 2018 is when it came out So last week would have been Two years to the week
0: Right, and he said what? That it was at, at the official halfway mark With Saga yes. So, and I don't know Has Fiona Staples been doing anything?
1: Or is uh, she just biding
0: her time Until Saga comes back? Because she did a little bit of Archie stuff back when you know when Saga was like you know sputtering on hiatus and then coming back, but I don't know because I'd like to see them come back together and do and do Saga. Out of the two, I really prefer Saga to come back than than, than the Saga and the Fix. Love the Fix, man, but Saga was you know was 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 high art in comics as far as I'm concerned.
1: Um it doesn't look like she's got much doing currently. Mm-hmm.
0: Um she should do me a commission then that'd be great.
1: She was doing covers on like a Jim Henson labyrinth thing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um couple two, three variant covers showing up on our Instagram. Yeah, exactly um,
0: she's not on Twitter anymore.
1: Yeah, she ain't on no Twitter, no too much.
0: Right. she w- she is but she doesn't post is what I meant to say.
1: Yeah, the last thing that I see that she did of any sort of regularity was about a year ago. Uh, she did a variant cover for an image book called Isola. Okay. And that was about a year ago and that was the last thing that I see that has been published from Fiona Staples. Mm-hmm. Yes yes, yes uh so uh all the links to all the freebie stuff sorry i got off on the tangent of saga it's just that i saw somebody post a panel of it this weekend and it brought back all those memories and i said it was two years ago september but two years ago september is when the trade came out right trade and that's, that's you know i don't want to say that's not real comic books but you know it's how a lot of people comic it. books are real comic books yeah yeah Right. so just because you don't do things the way that I do, it's like it's wrong or something, you know?
0: You and your keeping of gates, Joe.
1: hmm Yes. You could have the gates I want <laughs> I don't know what's behind the gates, I guess. Sure. You're
0: telling me I could keep them? Yes. That, that would officially be gatekeeping, Joe.
1: Yes. Well, no, I'm, I'm not keeping the gates, because gatekeeping would mean, like, I'm keeping the gates, like, closed and only letting certain people in. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm taking the gates off their hinges and giving them to you to do with them what you wish
0: And I'm keeping them in the backyard where they won't stop anybody
1: Okay, fair enough Let's get into what we've read from this past (laughs) week, sir
0: And I want to start with, even though it wasn't the book that we were looking forward to most I'm going to start with Suicide Squad number 7 All Uh, right, Written by Tom Taylor, art by Daniel Samperi Sure I'm going to say that's how it is. Basically after the events of the first six issues uh, Deadshot has been pardoned, air quotes, from uh, the Suicide Squad. So he decides to go home to see his daughter. He won't know. He's not sure if he's going to be welcomed or whatever. So he goes home. He ends up having a discussion with the, the ex-wife or I don't know if they were ever married to tell you the truth but uh, the mother of his child and uh, his, his daughter's very happy to see him and she's been hiding something that she wants to show shown, which I found uh, very interesting. While that's all going on, we found out that the man working behind the scenes a while back has been Ted Cord, and he's moving pieces into place that I'm not 100% sure on what he's doing, but that will probably be revealed later. And in the end, uh, Deadshot's like, I've been pardoned, but maybe not, because obviously Suicide Squad likes to tie up loose ends, so people come after him, he ends up doing stuff that he doesn't want to do. And then maybe his buddies in the revolutionaries come and help him all around an interesting issue, especially when I thought maybe we were going to be done with Deadshot for a little bit. I didn't think he was going to be completely out of the book uh, after last issue, get finding out that he was pardoned and everything. Um, so that was interesting to see him weaved back in so early uh, all around. I loved it. But the thing that I really want to talk about is how much the art absolutely <laughs> popped in this. I mean, the moment when uh Deadshot goes to the door and his daughter like leaps through the door and it just embraces him. I'm like, I'm looking at that page and I'm like, there like there's no shooting, no superheroics, no anything. But I would buy that page in a heartbeat, that splash for my collection. And all through this, this book actually like the coloring, uh the, the way he does panels, the way it flows, uh this guy whether I don't know what he's done before a lot of this, but next big thing, like right here, especially after this issue. And I hope, you know, he sticks around on Suicide Squad, but they'll probably poach him for some great project.
1: Well, I'll work backwards from this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a guy um, that has worked actually quite frequently. If you look at his credits, he's done a lot of stuff with Tom Taylor before. Ah. Uh, a lot of the Injustice stuff I see here, a lot of, like, the Mortal Kombat comic and things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's mostly, been, like, outside of that, though, he's mostly been, like, a fill-in guy. It's like, oh, Batman, or, like, Batgirl 18 and Justice League Dark 5, you know? Like, nothing, you know, kind of hanging in there, right? Right. Um, and another thing I want to mention, Todd and I do not rehearse this show beforehand. We not go over very much, talking points or anything else of that nature uh i was reading this book outside while my kid was in the pool and my wife was home and i got my feet up i'm reading my comic book and she walked by on the pages you mentioned and it stopped her dead in her tracks and she was like wow that art is amazing like it's like it, it made her do a double take of how good the art is in this book right and it was just so funny that it was because I, I planned on talking about that. And then you said that was specific pages. And I'm like, those are the pages that I was on and my wife walked by. And she was like blown away of how good it looked. And it's everything you said. It's the layout. It's the way the panels are set up. It's, you know, the empathy that you get and just everything that this guy does. And again, I say this guy, uh, Daniel Sempere. he is... Uh, spanish i think barcelona it looks like okay um but i hope that he does stay in this book because he at least as long as uh tom taylor stays in the book of course because they've worked together in the past i can only assume that this is like tom taylor's like i want to give my guy a, a shot at this but also that he doesn't get poached for a bigger book because dc hopefully considers suicide squad to be a big book
0: especially with the uh the, the the movie the sequel coming up you know what i mean yes uh, with uh, jimmy pistol's sequel to suicide squad coming out oh um, uh,
1: jimmy pistol
0: <laughs> that's right no but hopefully that is big the only concern that i have on the art is maybe he does a beautiful book but can't hit a deadline i won't you know throw that label on him but you never know you know what i mean and that might be like and and if there was an issue that tom maybe wanted him on it was this one and it shows like i said with those couple pages you know like i wanted you because i knew you could convey this this is the issue i want you on but i'm i'm with you. i'm hope i hopefully he doesn't get poached but and he could stick around and do you know I, in this day and age on art I, like if i can get an artist to do eight issues a year i'm happy you know some yes. people do more but if, he, if i can get eight issues of him on suicide squad a year i would be more i'd be ecstatic with him and tom taylor
1: So the story itself, of course, I know I had postulated very early on in this run um, that Deadshot and at the very least Harley Quinn were not going to be long for this as Mm -hmm. they were going to be the people to get you in the door while we get these new characters over. So I like that I'm wrong because the fact that they're staying in the book still and of course we had those issues where Captain Boomerang came in and just as quickly left. Uh, but to keep this link to two different previous eras of Suicide Squad, I think, helps. And I'm glad you were the one that, I don't want to say spoiled, it's been several issues now, uh, revealed that Ted Cord is the one who's behind it all.
0: Right. I did, you know, I figure issue seven, he was revealed around four, right? Or right. something like that. So that I figured it was okay by now.
1: I, I would assume that this issue is the beginning of a new, like, uh trade paperback trade paperback so at this point you already know mm-hmm. and if you don't know now you do right uh but yeah this book is really good um very quickly moving up to the top of the list of like read first right uh but yeah so like i said uh, just kind of echoing the sentiments that todd mentioned there uh let's get into the other book the one that we were both most looking forward to coming out this past week Uh, which was the Ed Brubaker, uh, Sean Phillips pulp, original graphic novel. Uh, I would say a little different than a lot of the stuff that Ed Brubaker does, but he, I I think saying that Ed Brubaker tells the same story over and over again would be a disservice to Ed Brubaker. Mm -hmm. Um, But at its core, he tells the same story over and over again. A downtrodden person. Who is possibly at the end of their rope decides to do some sort of crime. It's usually a bad decision, and it turns out poorly for most involved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where in more recent years he's been getting, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't say lesser known, but definitely basing a lot of what he is doing in real life stories. Like, there was, um, in the most recent criminal arc, there was the stuff that took place, like, with the Yakuza stuff and the Japanese wrestling and that sort of stuff.
0: Right, and then there was the Comic-Con stuff that seemed very real.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, obviously, once we get into the main part of the story, is taking place in New York in the late 30s before World War II is happening. And, you know, Nazis are essentially in New York, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But there's so much more that's going on in this. That This is is the 30s. So it's a guy who is kind of at the end of his days. And he previously in, you know, and, and you forget because, you know, the 30s technically was like 80, 90 years ago before pretty much anyone listening to this was alive. And then you have to think of there may have been someone who in the 30s and early 40s was, you know, maybe in their 60s or 70s or 80s. And they technically lived through what would, co- you know, constitute as cowboy times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we get a guy who is working for a New York publishing house of comic books, and he's essentially adapting his tales f- as a criminal, as a you know a stick a stick up man in the Wild West, uh, and essentially just turning them into pulp comics. Mm-hmm. And this is how he loses his job. This is how he's replaced. This is how he loses the rights essentially to himself. Uh, and this is how he decides he's going to make one last heist and how his past comes back to, I guess, point him in the direction of a new heist. And again, mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much of what goes on, but I think that's about his fishbone of the plot to entice you into this, mm-hmm. to give you the different beats of the typical Brubaker story, which he tells better than anyone else.
0: I, I would agree with everything you said. Um, I believe that, you know, you just take this and call it C- Pulp Criminal, the prequel, and it just slides right in. So it makes me wonder why he would change, like, you know what I mean? Like make a, a crime-esque story About and not make it criminal, but I guess you want a little diversity in this telling the same story over again. But I get what you're saying, and it's good every time. Um, I love the the way that they weaved in and out his pulp's western stories, that was a big, you know, draw to me, obviously. But when he was telling his past stories, and you know, and you're getting his, you know, a bit of his story through the pulps, and but the art changes for it and it's like a different coloring because he was the red something as, as the character like Sean Phillips made the character, like did a different kind of art in the book for those scenes. And I really liked that change up that being all said, this one spoke to me a little bit because of the affliction that the main character has. And as it was going on, I was like, it was giving me the sweats if that makes any sense, Joe. Yes, I was reliving some stuff through this gentleman, and I'm like, whoa, this is bringing up some bad." M-. I don't know, like in a weird way, because it's a Western esque book, but then it's a criminal book in the 30s, and then the 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 the, uh, uh, the medical thing he has. I'm like. This speaks to me in so many levels, but in the same way, as much as I'm loving it, upsets me in a good way. Um, but I can't stress enough how much I love Pulp. and I actually have the book sitting here, and that Sean Phillips cover is just absolutely amazing. I kind of want to own that, so if anybody wants to buy it for me, uh, I can give you an address to send it to.
1: Right, and we are leaving some stuff out because I, I, I think this gets a very strong recommendation from us. Right uh, to check out, of course, and as you were saying, with him as the you know the actual tales, of course, uh, he was the Red River Kid, mm-hmm. and I think in the books, uh, what did he call himself? It was very close,
0: right? Because oh, he changed. He
1: was, the re- he was the Red Rock Kid,
0: right? That's what it was. Because I knew it was one for one the story, and then his actual origins, like the stuff, the stories that he changed, he was somebody else, and I couldn't remember which way it was, but that stuff was was really cool
1: so um, and I
0: get, you, you question oh go ahead go ahead i'm sorry i'm just saying i'm with you i don't want to give too much away because there are some swerves and some interesting really cool things that that's what this book is about and if you if we if we mention them we're taking all the cool parts out because a lot of them are surprises slash great moments so that's why i don't want to mention anything
1: So you had asked why this just wasn't like criminal pulp something or other, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the cynic in me. I'm basing this on nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what sort of d- developmental deal or deals, uh, Ed Brubaker has, but one would assume that criminal is, or has been shopped around or spoken for at some sort of development company or studio or something. Mm-hmm. And, one would assume if he wrote this under the criminal banner, then that would get folded into whatever that deal that he may already have up for criminal. Well, if I put something out that's called Pulp, or as we had talked about a week or two ago, where he has some other new thing that he's doing, which is similar to criminal, but not really criminal, (laughs) then if he gets all these different, essentially criminal IPs out there, that's just more and more development deals. Now, again, that's that's the cynic in me saying that, But listen, just as much as I want my friends in whatever industries they're in to be at the top of those industries and make the most amount of money, I'm not friends with Ed Brubaker, but I want him to be flush with cash so he keeps putting out comic books that are really good like this so I can read them forever.
0: Right. And you don't want all your eggs in the criminal basket. You want to move them around. You know what I mean? That's right. The only thing I worry about is he's going to become really good and really popular like Brian K Vaughn. And then he won't (laughs) be writing any comics because he'll be off doing all his uh, Hollywood projects. So it's, you know, half a dozen of one, six of the other.
1: And I'll say this, I I, I hope that whatever project or projects, Ed Brubaker gets himself involved with, I hope he does a better job of promoting them since he does have a little bit more of a online presence, at least through his, uh, his email newsletter mm-hmm. because when brian k vaughn disappeared to go do that like stephen king under the bubble thing like that wasn't his project he was just a writer on that so i didn't feel as though i had to go out of my way to make sure that i supported that one because mm-hmm. that wasn't brian k vaughn's baby i guess
0: right no i get you
1: yeah you know but when ed brubaker goes out and this is the thing that he shepherded through comics and i follow along with him for you know, 10 plus years or whatever it is, and it gets made into, you know, a crackle original series or whatever's going to happen <laughs> with it. You know, I want to be there for it. I want to support that as much as I supported everything else.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, yeah. I mean, I love everything Brian K. Vaughn does, but he's off doing Why the Last Man. So that's yeah. why we're not getting Saga.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Why the Last Man getting made into a TV show. Remember when they just like completely scrapped <laughs> everything? <laughs> yeah.
0: But everything's okay now. Duke's are right,
1: Spoilers, he's not. All right, so that's a lot because like that, you know, Pulp was essentially like three or four comics, essentially, you know?
0: Yes, it was, but it was so good. (laughs) It was
1: so good. Uh, That's what we read last week. Let's get into what we're looking forward to coming out this week. If you head over to longboxheroes.com every Tuesday around noon, we put up the poll post, which is a link to a link to all the books that are coming out this week, whether you get your books in print, whether you get them digitally, whether you get them sent to your home, whether one of the big two companies decide to accidentally release books digitally a month <laughs> early, be forewarned, be forearmed, know what's coming out so that you're ready, and the person picking up your books buys bags and backs for you when you didn't really need bags and backs, but that's okay. It uh, does it screw- it does screw up. It does screw up your mental algorithm, but it'll it'll all work out because they did you. They did you a solid.
0: You mean bags and boards, but that's okay. All
1: right. So Todd and I attempt to guess what the others most <laughs> looking forward to coming out this week, and you can see all the books that we're getting uh, this week as well. Uh, I am in the lead with one correct guess over Todd.
0: Mm-hmm. And I go first, I believe. Yes. So I'm looking at your list, and uh, I was going to say the book you're looking forward to most is Firepower 2, but then there's Firepower 1. Um, But looking all over it all, is the book you're looking forward to most Batman 96?
1: It is Batman 96. Now I'm looking at your books, and I have to ask, what is Dreaming Waking Hours number one? that
0: is the after dreaming got canceled or stopped or ran its course um this is the the new i think it's as still size or i'm not 100 sure um but it's the new dreaming book you know what i mean continuation of the last vertigo dark uh black label book or whatever it is
1: uh-huh. okay I'm going to say the book you're most looking forward to coming out this week is Strange Adventures number four. It is
0: not. It's Batman 96. Flip of the, the coin, th-
1: my man. Flip of the coin.
0: It is. After the uh, drama that went on with uh, certain creators, I kind of kind of put a bad taste in my mouth.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Completely understandable. So we're all tied up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All tied up. So while you're over at longboxheroes.com, be sure to check out all the other stuff that exists over there, whether it be past episodes of this show, past episodes of Longbox Heroes After Dark, the 2017 Smash Sensation. I think I'll stop saying that in 2021 of Todd and Joe Have Issues. Uh, You can also check out our store where we have shirts and stickers and pins of our fancy logo ready to be shipped right to your house if you want more than just shirts or pins or stickers of this fancy logo, and you want more stuff from shows like this, Longbox Heroes After Dark, At Odds with Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, you can go over to our T-Public store, which the link to that is in the show notes as well. T-Public's doing some weird stuff with their sales uh, anymore. <laughs> They're not doing like the line-wide sales. It's like this week it's gonna be mugs, and next week it's gonna be just tablets. So. You know, keep your eyes peeled if you really wanted a fish math <laughs> throw pillow. I Who does on. I think that's on sale the third week of September, according to the schedule. No, I'm not really 100% sure. Uh,
0: do they actually have a schedule?
1: Um, they do a monthly schedule. But then sometimes you'll get, like, the thing that says, like, oh, the sales are canceled this week for some reason, uh, you know?
0: That sucks.
1: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So it's, it's difficult to plug things until they kind of sort of happen.
0: I get you. And we're, you know, then who knows when the sales going on between episodes, uh-huh. you can't keep up.
1: Well, that's the thing, because we kind of sort of do things live to tape. It does sort of help that we can be like, oh, well, you know, you've got seven hours for, you know, phone covers or whatever it is. Right. 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 Um, But just like, it's a whole bunch of like, I think they have like kids designs are on sale currently. And I think face masks are buy four, get 20% off, like as a standing thing, right? Right. Uh, that appears to be no time frame on that. So if you want to do a bunch of face masks, buy four and get 20% off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, that's a thing you could do. Uh, you could also support us by becoming a patron of our good works. Do you like this show? Do you like Ad- uh, After Dark? Do you want After Dark before everyone else? Do you want two bonus shows of me and Todd talking about comic books from 30 years ago and the movies of Mel Brooks? Well, you can get those two shows for as little as a dollar a month. You can also get those two shows two weeks before everyone else and after dark three days before everyone else at the $5 and up level. The link to our Patreon is right there over on the right hand side of the page at longboxheroes.com. One more thing over at longboxheroes.com that you can do to help us out, and that is our Amazon link at the top of the page. They call it an advertising fee. I call it the thing that makes Todd happy at the end of the month, sometimes the beginning of the following month, depending on when the money comes in, uh, of his cut <laughs> of the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of the notable purchases through the Amazon click through this past week include. Where were they? Where'd they go? There they are. <laughs> somebody purchased the film undisputed number two last man standing i don't know what that is but it's a movie somebody bought a non uh blu-ray dvd so kudos to you my friend Mm. uh someone also purchased uh mattel uh like uno you know the game uno
0: i remember uno
1: Not unlike Monopoly, they brand Uno in pretty much anything and everything that you could get. Uh, This is based off the anime One Piece, which is about pirates or something.
0: See, I thought it was about the band, but One Direction. I got confused. I mixed them up.
1: No. Someone, maybe the same person, purchased the My Hero Academia adult coloring book. Hmm. Uh, somebody also purchased Renegade, Renegade Studios Paladins of the West Kingdom board game. This is one of them fancy board games that has lots of doing and pieces and whatnot.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, somebody also purchased, and I have it on good authority, they are going through the entire catalog of all the Star Wars Expanded Universe books <laughs> on Kindle. This week they've purchased... Rebel Rising and Most Wanted. I think that Ooh. might be a Harry. Po- oh no, that's a that's a typo. I thought that said did It says Wanted.
0: Oh, my stealing my gimmicks. But anyway, yes.
1: uh, but anyway, thank you to everyone and anyone who is purchasing and still continuing to do your purchasing uh, from Amazon through our Amazon click through. Uh, all those uh, nickels and pennies add up if I've learned anything from Gene Simmons. And I have learned quite a bit from Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. Todd, do we have any art attacks this week?
0: We do have an art attack uh, blah, an art attack this week, Joe. And uh, it is from Rebecca's art once again. And it is an octopus with a bow tie, because bow ties are cool, with a pie on its head. And it says Octo pie p i e and they ask a pun worthy of todd and i was going to answer in the tweets but i'm going to answer here i saved it for here yes it is that is absolutely fantastic that is in my wheelhouse an octopus with a pie on his head i give it two i give it eight big thumbs up
1: joe i I will say please don't encourage todd
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh if you'd like to direct message him uh his uh engagement for puns Uh, You're allowed to do so, but uh, please don't encourage him to pawn publicly.
0: But can they do it on our website in the comment section of the show?
1: Uh, Sure. Okay. I'll allow it.
0: That's what I like. Judge Sposto is allowing it. Yes.
1: I made an executive order about Terry Tuesday as well today, or the other day, or whenever it was
0: um red roost terry tuesday
1: dare you come on (laughs) all right so uh let's get into the second to last episode of star girl uh if you have not watched star girl i know it airs tuesday night of the cw unless you're fancy like todd and i and you have the dc universe app subscription whatever they want to call it uh not disney plus (laughs) um we or you don't care you haven't watched it yet whatever it is we bid you adieu thanks for listening episode 514 long box heroes and now we'll just take a beat and then we'll get into discussion of this episode of star girl
0: sponsored by kfc
1: (laughs) Sponsored now Was it sponsored by KFC? Because uh, Justin shows up with the bags of the food. It's very clearly KFC. But there was, like, no prominently... Like, you know it's KFC. I know it's KFC. But they didn't, like, show the box. Or, like, no one was shown in eating and enjoying chicken. (laughs) And saying, boy, that colonel sure knows how to whatever. You know, there was no (laughs) thing like that. Like, all the other times, they've been like, Oh, these Pop Tarts are so delicious! You know, <laughs>
0: right? That's because Justin probably would have stabbed the box because uh, the Colonel looks like the Gambler.
1: <laughs> but no, <laughs> the, the Gambler looks like what the Colonel should look like. <laughs> yeah,
0: if he ballooned up.
1: Yes. If he actually ate his own uh, triple bleach gelatinous goo that he passes off as chicken. And I say this as someone who lives very close to a Kentucky Fried Chicken and eats there, you know, maybe once a month.
0: That's right. And can now walk with the bridge and get it. But
1: uh... <laughs> uh, so this was the unveiling of the plan. All the villains are in this. Everyone's here. All the pieces are finally coming together. Uh, brainwave Jr. has a cerebro for some reason. That senior. was that senior juniors dead. Right. Oh, brainwave senior. My apologies. Hey, so I guess we're like still saying brainwave juniors dead. Um, but then there's that part where like Yolanda like says something like maybe she can bring him back or something. Or maybe she knows something. They're still letting us like have a little hope that he might be coming back.
0: Right, but I'm leaning now because the father got all the power, he like doubled his power because of the kid died. So I don't know, we'll see. But it is a comic book TV show, so anything can happen
1: for sure. Um, but again, the plan is revealed of what Icicle and is going to have Brainwave and everyone else do, um, which is make that part of the world better. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, granted, it's going to cost 25 million lives, and most of them are going to be children, but, again, if this was not revealed in the second-to-last episode, this could have been the thing that they I think they could have gotten a little bit more legs out of, you know, to really think about this, because it was just, they find out what the plan is, that, like, oh, we're going to give everyone universal health care and we're going to make everyone better and smarter and eliminate systemic racism and all this other stuff. And it's just like, okay, but at the cost of killing 25 million people, yes, that's very bad. But like, these are essentially kids, teenagers, high school kids, and you really could have had them weighing with this choice and going back and forth and maybe gotten a little bit of more time out of this other than just like, oh, uh, it says 30 minutes. No, 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 it's already happened. Uh, you have thirty minutes left, and now all the adults have been brainwashed, and now it's the kids versus the adults.
0: Right, but just so you know, it won't kill any of the kids. No, no. Oh, that's because- right.
1: It's not gonna. It's not. It, was it? That's not gonna work on the kids.
0: Yeah, it won't change the kids. It will only change the adults. That's why you know Barbara and Pat have been taken down and are under control, and the kids are running around trying to stop it. Twenty five percent of the adults will die.
1: That 's what it was, my apologies, I knew yeah, it was no something like that, yes, yes, right,
0: but uh and while all that's going on before the this all starts, that they have sent assassins to kill every bit of uh, pat dugan 's family and just wipe them out and I do like the fact that you have Courtney and Barbara fighting in the house against uh what is it sportsmaster and Tigress, and I thought that was really cool, and then uh mike gets to find out who is you know being a bit of a jerk this episode playing with the drill but when he just drills literally Sportsmaster in the back i was like all right Mikey's on board but uh he gets to stay and take care of the dog while they go off and do their plan but uh i do like you said they're going to now move in to take them down even though you know it would have saved the world but i i get what you're saying um but at any point would we have been like all these people who have murdered to get what they want to change the world? Would we have been like, this is a good thing. Uh, brainwashing people. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like you could have got legs out of it, but the whole time I would have been like, nah, they're, they're all evil. They're really dirt bag, evil people. So I don't trust them, even though they want to make the world better. So it was a little quick. I thought the, the quicker thing was to introduce, uh, the, the tuba kid, who's the fiddler's daughter, who's the wife of the original fiddler. It's like we're going through fiddlers really fast, Joe. <laughs> so, like, now does that mean the tuba kid is going to be the next fiddler, or is going to turn his tuba into the tubler? I
1: don't know. I'm confused. Well, okay, so I guess where I'm kind of going with this is, is yes, you and I, and maybe the adults know that what the injustice society of america are doing is bad but i think they could have got a little bit more legs out of like some dissension between the kids like some of them very clearly know it's go- bad some of them are like no I don't know. this doesn't sound like that bad of a plan like we won't be affected but you know i'll take that chance like it just felt as though like we could have got a little bit more conflict out of the kids with this idea
0: right but I just,
1: again just... obviously things move much quicker you know, with the adults getting brainwashed, now they have to battle the kids. So now that kind of takes that time off the table. I get it, but I'm just like, oh, that could have been something a little bit more meaty for the show, right? Right. Um, Obviously with uh, Pat, uh, Luke Wilson doing his best, David Arquette impersonation now being brainwashed and he's in the big stripe armor. I think at some point in the last episode, we are going to get to see Mike pilot the armor in like a not knowing what he's doing Sort of way and then there's going to be some sort of Thing where someone's like you don't even have your driver's License
0: (sighs) Uh, See I don't know I don't know how he would get to Where they're at you know what I mean
1: I'm sure they'll figure it out
0: Right but I will say this I do openly Pop every time the the Stripesy robot shows up And it makes the car rev Engine thing I'm like I don't care Stripesy is just the or stripe is the best i love the look of it just everything about it the sound of it and like the the flawless cgi of him running alongside courtney down the the road it was all great
1: the cgi of the robot don't look so bad
0: flawless like every other piece of cgi in the show
1: um it's no solomon grundy cgi
0: oh can can you wait till we get our man versus perfectly uh, cgi'd solomon
1: grundy And it's no weird slow motion, like, jumping and springboarding off the wall that uh, What's-Her-Face did. Um, Who's with Sportsmaster? Uh, Tigress. Tigress, yes. And hey, I want to throw this out there. You say they go send uh, those folks, they send Sportsmaster and Tigress off to kill Courtney's family, right? Right. I'll give you Courtney's got the cosmic rod. I'll give you Pat has a little bit of training, right? Right. Mm -hmm. The fact that Tigress just couldn't immediately kill Amy Smart proves that she's the worst assassin in the history of the world.
0: But the staff was helping.
1: Like, Like five minutes in, she should have been dead, like, 16 times over. After she shoots the first dart, and it misses her, and Amy Smart's like, and runs away, she should have been dead.
0: Right, but you're missing the point of it. They... These two, and later on, the fiddler, the, the female fiddler, shows up and she's like, You bunch of sadists, like you messed this up. And they said, She was a cat, she was toying with Barbara. That's the whole thing. Like, Sportsmaster could have cleaned Pat's clock, and but he just wanted to, to bust him in the mouth as often as he could. And he was just, te- she was just terrorizing Barbara. That's what I gathered from them saying, like. You messed it up again, you sadists. You don't, like, just do what you're supposed to do. Stop playing around. And that's the way I took it. If they took it seriously, they all would be dead.
1: I still, I agree, but they all should have been dead.
0: Nah, then they wouldn't have their delicious KFC, Joe.
1: I guess. So, we have one more episode left to go. Mm -hmm. We've had teases of Green Lantern, teases of Flash, and teases of uh, Jakeem, Johnny Thunder.
0: And teases of The Shade.
1: And teases of The Shade. Do we get any? All? None? Do we save it for season two? What, do we, what are we thinking?
0: Um, I honestly think... It, if it's anything, we'll get teased. Like, I think we've mentioned Jakeem already. Yeah. But because we're in the last episode, they don't need an actor for it, if you know what I mean. Like, they don't want just to have a cameo for next season because they're going to be off. I do think it'll be like, oh, they go home and it'll be like, hey, Jakeem's here. And, like, you see the pen in the cup or anything like that. You're not actually going to see. Because why, like, rush to hire an actor who you're going to pay for eight seconds of work and then have them sit around for a year? Like, that, just that's the way it always seems to work for me whenever I'm watching the show. We'll see a tease of one or two of them, but I don't
1: think all of them. I think we're going to get CGI, no actor shade, um, helping Solomon Grundy. I think we're going to get, um, no Jakeem Thunder at all. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to get acknowledgement that the Flash helmet and Green Lantern are missing.
0: Right. Cause uh she had the lantern. We never had the ring, right? Right. Um, I don't think they'll do anything with the flash with the flash TV show going on. Yeah. I think the flash is just gonna lay flat. I do agree with you that we won't see Jakeem. Um uh maybe something with the ring flashes out, but if Shade shows up, Shade helps Courtney, not Solomon Grundy. Ah, uh, okay. Because so they've I'll... already laid the groundwork with the team. They're like the in front of the painting. He's like, all right, he's like, I won't betray you the way the shade did. So we're already like looking at the that he's got beef with the injustice society, which I noticed they 50-50 called them the Injustice Society of America and the Injustice Society. So slide back to that Injustice Society thing. But I think that's what's gonna happen. He we're gonna find out that he he wants he's got beef with the society and he wants to take him down and he's going to help courtney with
1: it so how about i put it to you this way uh will help courtney indirectly on purpose by doing something with solomon grundy like courtney's their last stand against solomon grundy shade shows up and courtney doesn't know whose side is he on he does something to whisk solomon grundy away And maybe we're led to believe it's like, oh, well, Solomon Grundy was about to be defeated and I was rescuing him. And that's what he tells the Injustice Society or someone. Or that's what he tells Grundy like, you were about to be beaten, I saved you. I think
0: Solomon is going to get wiped out. And then he's going to die. And who knows what happens when Solomon Grundy dies? You know, big old
1: meanie. What day does he die on? It
0: depends. That's right. So then, you know, might be messed up from it.
1: Right. So I'm just saying there's going to be – the, the shade is going to appear in some sort of interaction with Grundy and Courtney. How about that? Right. I get you. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking forward to next week. And I think we had discussed and talked and toyed and whatever it about. Um, I think the week after we're going to watch uh, The Old Guard on Netflix –
0: I think we're down with that unless something, you know, pops up between now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's what we're leaning towards. But as always, I like to keep things flexible around here.
1: Right. And I don't think we have an effect. Affi- well, okay. So uh, this, the trailer for Boys Season 2 came out today, but I don't well, watch it.
0: I'm not going to watch it either. They give too much away. And I heard it's a three-minute trailer, which is like... Oof. Uh, like twice what a usual trailer is So yeah, I yeah. can only imagine them Hitting all the
1: high spots in that And season 2 Comes out on September 4th Right So, we'll so we'll we're going to have right. like Maybe maybe a week, two weeks Maybe two weeks uh, to fill In maybe between that'll be, yeah. right.
0: Maybe that'll be our summer vacation From TV, Joe
1: Well, like I said, so next week we have uh, The last episode of Stargirl Right Week after that, we're going to do Old Guard, maybe. Right. And then we got two weeks off before we have to watch the boys. Right. So that yeah, there you go. That's our summer vacation.
0: Yep. Unless uh, Black Widow drops in there somewhere.
1: Oh boy, a lot of a lot of rumor and innuendo about that. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it as well, Mister Disney right. Plus. <laughs> so,
0: is that everything,
1: Joe? Yeah, that's everything, man. Uh, quite the show, you know? hmm And uh, I, I got no problem saying this. We're closing out the show here. Uh, as we were recording, uh, friend of the show, uh, third chair on the original iteration of the show 12 years ago, uh, current co-host of Wednesday at War podcast, DJ. Um, his, his dog passed away today. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dog, Ruby. Uh, Ruby was a good dog, a big, (laughs) big, burly, hulking uh, dog, but still a good dog nonetheless. And uh, I know he's taking it very, uh, you know, difficultly and, like, obviously, folks who have pets, and I think she was 10 years old, grow very attached to those. Uh, So, you know, our our thoughts and our, our feelings and our best wishes and everything else are with you right now, buddy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to get better. You had a lot of good times with her. You're going to have, you know, you have all those memories and, uh, as long as you have those, you know, she'll, she'll live on in your heart, man. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't even know if he listens to the show anymore, but I just wanted to make sure that I got that out, you know,
0: I'm, I'm and everything you said, Joe.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, sorry for ending the show on the note that we did, but had to get it out here. Um, thanks for listening to episode five fourteen. Long box heroes for Todd. This is Joe saying we'll see y'all here next week.
0: Remember, be a faucet, not a drain. Boop. You're listening to the soon to be named network,
1: the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm of Podcast Network.